and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Past Bedtime Talks. This episode is number six, and today I was thinking uh, like two weeks ago about uh, my, you know, my experience in school and how school is hard and studying. And like every time I felt that the trying hard to study uh, at school and sometimes like finals come and you just don't know what you want to do and a lot of thoughts come in my in comes into your head so like I thought why why is this this is so hard right and I was le- researching on the internet and I found out well I didn't find out I knew somehow a little bit about it but I learned more about burnout syndrome now today we will discuss with one of my good friends and my co my producer, my co-worker, Ben, and my good friend, Logan. So before we go back into this topic, uh, let's talk with Logan. Uh, Logan, so you just started working in also Philips Apocalypse for our beautiful audience. Yes, yes. Ah, so you, uh, you, I'm so glad that you actually are in, in, the, in, the, in the series. So tell us where we can see you or hear you. Um, so... I uh I, I was brought onto uh the show uh a little bit later when they uh they had their their casting and all that kind of stuff in in the process uh and they just had a couple questions for me uh as far as uh how the uh the the theater world here in uh here in Winnipeg works so I I answered a couple of questions for them and they uh they they asked me at that interview if i was willing to come on and maybe play the voice of john cavendish in the uh the fifth episode of the uh the series uh and i was immediately i was immediately on board i thought i felt that would be an amazing opportunity for me and just a a great experience altogether so from what i heard is that your voice was so charming Ben and Jeremy was like, yo, we need to get this guy right now. <laughs> so I think that's how it goes, Ben, right? Yeah, like, that's, that's how it was. That's exactly how it yeah. goes. Uh, that's very nice. And uh, Ben, uh, you should be excited because apparently first five episodes of the pa- Philips Apocalypse is out now. Right, yeah. Uh, we decided to release the first f- five episodes as a as one batch uh we we decide to call it side a of tape a so we are thinking mm-hmm. of each season to be a cassette tape and uh, each release to be uh, one side of the cassette uh, at one point we might in fact do release it uh, in that format i mean no one really has cassette player anymore but it's i have my vhs player to be honest yeah, okay it's, you're gonna have a hard time playing like <laughs> no movies around <laughs> So, uh, we have released, the f- following that format of cassette t- uh, sites, we have uh, released the first five episodes, and uh, we are carrying on the production work for the second side, the f- second, uh, the, the last five episodes of the, of the first season, let's say, and uh, we have most of the recording done uh it's just a matter of editing them and <laughs> doing i mean the production isn't done but the recording is almost done uh we know where this series is going i mean it's completely written and uh we're taking this opportunity to see how the audience react and uh, pr- receive 
how we are being received by the audience and what do they like re- if they enjoy it i would hope that they do how did how, how they're going to react to what we have released so far great news and like i listened to the first five episodes and oh my god it's amazing that's <laughs> that's your first uh, no not your first feedback but obviously is i'm gonna tell you guys this is it's good thank if you. it's good you have to listen to it <laughs> thank you now let's go back to the topic burnout syndrome um i was like you know having i, I wanted to have a research about uh this uh, phenomenon and uh, according like I, i was checking on the internet and uh, on on wikipedia it says according to world health uh, organization which is who or who that is a funny name i swear god um burnout syndrome is a long-term unresolved unre- uh, work-related li- stress according to the current uh, who classification icd-11 Uh, burnout can arise from uh, unsuccessful management of ch- chronic work-related stress. They also tweet uh, that um, hashtag burnout is included in the 11th revision of the intera- uh, in- interaction classification of this disease, which is ICD-11, as an occupational phenomenon. It is not classified as a medical condition. So that's the thing that uh, it was... I was curious about if it's not medical condition then how could you uh, like try to cure and like try to resolve that problem uh, my question to you guys is that have you ever felt burnout on a, on a, on a project on, on a situation in your life have you ever experienced that oh of course of course I mean it Maybe not to the extremes that some other people might go through in their everyday life, but um, I'm currently a university student, so at least once a week, man, you know, you you, yeah. you, you got the reports piling up and you just don't have the time to do it. So you have to start figuring out what you're dropping, what you're not being able to complete. And it, it just slowly taxes on more and more work at the end of the day. You know, it's 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 a pain to say the least, but. It can be worked around, but I can't see it going away, you know? Like, there's no way I can think that it would be able to be fixed just like that, you know? You're right, yeah. The the the, the, the weight of um, classes, the stress of, uh, you know, what will happen, what is my future like? I feel like that's also... The, I have I relate to you on, on these questions, because every time I'm in school, I these questions go through my mind. At least every day, at least once a day, because what am I going to do? So this kind of, I think, symptoms are like symptoms of uh, burnout syndrome. You know, you can understand what my question is. Have you ever uh, reach out? Have you asked for help? Uh, have is there any resources in universities to help students such in in, in a such manner? I'm. I know there is aid for students that are finding the university life a lot more difficult, but uh, as far as actual help goes, it's very, very hard to find a group of uh, a group or a office that's going to sit you down and give you that extra extra work. Uh, that being said, it's very easy to pay for. You know, you have. You have tutoring services, you have all of these other things that can, in a way, aid you to help cope with it. But as far as being handed out a everyday form that you can fill out that they can just 
automatically understand what you're going through. It just doesn't happen. Um, when I think of uh, burnout, uh, you know how you described, of course, the, those guys are professionals. Uh, to me, it's it's the unmanaged, like the fact that, you know, stress is always there. Whether you can manage it or not is the question. I think that's, and of course, I mean, they're professionals. It, their definition makes sense a lot, a lot of sense to me. I've realized that uh, when if you wait for stress to go away, or to to reach a situation where there is no stress, like if you're trying to wait it out, uh, I you'll never you you won't succeed, because it's just not gonna. If you can't solve a situation or problem, but you can't solve stress, because it's gonna always be there. So managing it seems to be the uh, this like there's no silver bullet. Managing it yeah. is the silver bullet. You have to accept it, and you have to realize that, uh, like, either cope with it, vent it out, vent it uh, out, or reduce it, and put it put put it in context, and uh, find ways to, um, like, elevate your mood. Like, if you if you can't reduce the stress, you might as well find things that make you happy. Like, um, you can't kind of counteracted like that but like fine fine uh, functional uh, uh hobbies i would say right right true. exactly um so the the biggest thing for me was that realization that this is never gonna end mm -hmm. i can't wait uh, it like i can't say you know this year is tough maybe next year that next year that stress-free year will never arrive and there is, in fact, a bit of solace in that, in realizing that. I mean, maybe some people are gonna say this feels like infinity now, like if you if it if it never gonna become better. But uh, it's like anything else. So you just accept it. I mean, it's not like anything else. It's like the other things you can't you can't have control over. Uh, so if you accept it, I think you can come in terms with it, and that's part of managing it, or maybe at least it's the way of containing it, so it doesn't spill into other sides of your life a lot of times burnouts to me at least cause other issues to come up so for example if i'm really tired and i'm slacking off or procrastinating on some other thing those other other problems that are being delayed too long they become into new problems they become into new uh, sources of stress i personally don't try to use st word stress too much i feel like it should be reserved for really stressful situations right. like, i don't think waiting for a bus to, I mean, uh, to pick you up or waiting for, I don't know. No, no, yeah. Uh, but w I feel like the level of stress in, in this kind of situations are like high-risk uh, actions. When, for example, as a student, I think finals and, and, and studies mm -hmm. and, and uh, even when, when you're not doing well and you're not even understanding in a class, you have a question of, your, of yourself, am I doing the right job? Am I doing this... Am I if I finish this class or if I finish this major, will I be successful in in life? And that's the questions. I feel like when it comes to that stress uh, that you you that people have are mostly on a high risk um, situations in 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 most of time. But you know, I just want to add also one more thing. Uh, I I I don't know how to word this, but. I agree and disagree in some points of yours. I feel like when it comes to burnout, 
someone who's burned out in, in school is way different than someone who's actually burned out at work. Uh, burned out at school, students are uh, students. Um, they 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 ha- they have a limited resource uh, to cope with their with their stress and with their anxiety. Uh, um, the school, as I ex- explained it, the school you will question your future with it. But when you're working, um, let's say at an office, and you try really hard to impress your boss, and you know you do a nonstop project after project after project, and you know it's not gonna. It's it's actually uh, like harmful to yourself. This projects after projects, you you take a break, you take a step back, you try to relax and do stuff. As a student, I don't think you can take it back. I I don't think you can stop for a second and think about it. You have to keep going until you. That's I feel like that was your example. As if you have a stress, you know you're not gonna get rid of it. You have to keep going. You have to cope with it. Um, that's what I'm. I disagree with with your point. I feel like. student and someone who actually works are there is different levels of risk but different uh, levels of stress but to cope with it i feel like there are some ways to you don't have to cope with a stress you can resolve it maybe that stress is is a question or is a is a step that is a uh, a gate that you haven't opened yet even you open it that stress will disappear no matter what that's how i think about it you know Well, uh, even with your example, uh, you know, putting it—that's that's what I mean, putting it in context. As a student, I mean, I was a student. I would say I was pretty stressed out. And I tried to remind myself that there's no way my situation is the most stressful uh, situation. Yeah. You know, police officer, um, paramedics. There are a lot of firefighters. Yeah. It, it, I would say that if if I can consider that, say that as okay. Like I can definitely say that's stressful. Mm-hmm. Let's say that's hundred percent. Where am I in comparison to that? So putting it in context like that helped me sometimes. Uh, it still uh, it still does. So I would say for students uh, or for for someone who is struggling with courses and it can be pretty <laughs> pretty bleak. The future can sound uh, look very uncertain yeah. uh, because you you still have to live your life one day at a time. Which means if your days are not really fun, your life is uh, impacted. But true, I, I would say that you can use the same thing, like you can use the same phenomena to, uh, in fact, counteract it. If you realize that I don't need to think so far in a, uh, ahead, in fact, thinking so far ahead sometimes doesn't help. Mm. Uh, so, in fact, not thinking so far in ahead might. reduce your, your your stress level like not asking yourself what am I gonna do after school and kind sometimes okay my pro- procrastination might be and it's not the generally good thing but uh, leaving if you can't really do anything about it thinking about it just like s- simulating it in your mind uh, will just cause you stress exactly so I would say And my c- counter to to what you said, or try to uh, maybe uh, emphasize on my point is, think of someone else who's wor- more stressed than you. Think of, uh, you know, the other thing is, uh, like I don't know, whenever I uh, when I'm sick, I tell myself, you know, remember a time that you weren't sick. Like 
you instead of thinking of the thinking positive yeah yeah because you have experienced it just before yeah, yeah. this like whatever is you're going through you probably have experienced how how it, how it feels not to be in this situation do you agree logan with all the yeah that's that's exactly what i was thinking um there a positive way of thinking and taking it day by day is pretty much the only way i feel you can really keep your chin up some days true if you're focusing on your tests tomorrow and you're not thinking about the one you got in a couple hours you know you're going to be screwed the second you walk into that damn room it's just it's Uh, it's, the look of the teachers on you oh my god exactly the fail the failure you feel on your way out So on my research about burnout syndrome, uh, an article on uh, an article on uh, Huffington Post, uh, it said that there is a 12-stage model of burnout developed by psychologists Herbert Friedenberger and Gail North. I apologize for mispronouncing the names, but uh, these two researchers they have a 12-stage uh, that actually. I thought it was interesting to go through and uh, on each step you guys if you guys have any point or if you related to this uh, you know we c- we can talk about it. Uh the first stage is the compulsion uh, to prove oneself. People who are eager to talk any responsibilities to uh, any responsibility is the best. People will think that uh, they if they take that responsibility of a certain project or certain uh let's say essay that is the best thing to achieve the goal so these are that's the first thing i can say i'm probably guilty of this one i mean if i don't know if it's a bad thing or a good thing but i certainly do i can't relate to this for yeah, sure right um uh and in comparison to that i'm i'm the complete opposite uh i let uh opportunities and such come to me and i work from there mm-hmm. i i don't do a lot of seeking as they say uh second stage working harder it's self explanatory uh, someone who works hard and takes no break on on projects and stuff a non-stop per, non-stop break person um i think i'm not that kind of a person but back in school and still in school I do have to do it when it, when I'm near the deadline. But it, then again, this doesn't uh relate to me that much. I'm not a worker. Like I'm not a, a person who works harder every day. I feel that's that's how it's explained. Neglecting needs, irregular sleeping time, eating uh, disruptive, uh lacks lack of social interaction. Have you ever have you guys ever Um, so these last uh three points that you've just listed off have uh reminded me of somebody that i'm uh, i'm really close to oh. uh my father mm-hmm. um he uh he he owns a um a diesel truck shop right where uh he spends very very long hours like some days 13 14 hours at work to uh, with no breaks no nothing and he comes home and one in the morning two in the morning sleeps till seven and then wakes back up and does it again like it's and, and it, you you can see over the time how much a toll that's taking on his body like he's not a young man anymore mm-hmm. but it's starting to show you know like knees are starting to be sore all the time and it's uh it, it's not a pretty sight um Displacement of conflict. 
problems dismissed, threatened, panic, nervous, someone who's always uh, scared of uh, any situation, like during the date as if nothing is happening and someone is nervous suddenly, a panic on, 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 to something that is literally nothing. Right. Uh, I would say I did feel like that for sure. Uh, many years ago, I was uh, involved in a, a, biz- a business with a friend. And after a while, when you what happens is new things come up and you really can't provision for them. They just happen randomly. So after a while, you get used to that. You get used to being attacked with, with no warning. So any moment, like you always feel threatened and you always feel like something something will go wrong. You will wake up and you know today something will go wrong. And that's actually how I uh, came up to this conclusion that it's not just limited to that business or <laughs> this other project. or It's how it is. You really can't control a lot of the problems. You uh, can, I don't know, mitigate them, think of it ahead. You can't prepare for them for sure, but you can't prevent them. So accepting that, that was, as I said, that helped me. But yeah, I felt like sometimes when you, for, when you, when you can't anticipate a problem and it keeps on have popping up problems or whatever, issues keep on popping up with, uh, with almost no reasons or rhyme, uh, you anticipate them to be there all the time. Like, I was... When I look at squirrels outside, that's what I see. <laughs> Anything is threatening. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> They're gonna... An army of squirrels just jump to you. And say, let's kill him! With, like, yeah, that like uh, alertness, that right. hysteria. Because <laughs> Patrick and Morty. Oh, yes, yeah, of so course. So the squirrels, yeah. That was... That's, that, the squirrels controlled the world. Yeah. And they were like... They were talking to each other as if like they're, they're the world leader. They're the world leaders, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, that's a good one. <laughs> Um, fifth stage, uh, revision of value, ignoring value time spent with friends and family, hobbies seems as irrelevant as possible. Have you guys, I personally have uh, experienced this 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 uh, uh, description. Um, during uh, last year, I, I was facing a question whether I, I can be successful in school or not. And um, And I and I saw a lot of time, my friends tried to help me, and somehow I pushed them back. I I I part of me wanted to figure it out by myself, but at the same time, I don't know what was the solution or what was the the way to to be done with this difficulty that I have. Um, hobbies, there was no hobbies anyway, so I could have I could have said like there was a lack of hobbies anyway. Have you guys? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, when you're... I would kind of relate this to the other experience. When you don't know which one is the most uh, pressing issue, anything that comes up becomes the m- most urgent thing because it just uh, was the last thing to come up. Especially a lot of times when you can't finish one problem and it's interrupted by another one. Uh, you... I would say, yeah, for sure, lose that sense of orientation and uh, uh, you become distorted. Um, priorities become distorted. Uh, what happens is, to me, in these situations, um, you you just, like, 
you kind of in fact rely on the problems to guide you you become very reactionary uh, you uh, in fact the, you, f you might find some um, uh, assurance in the problem because if there isn't if there are no problems what you what it makes you think that there is even a bigger one that you just don't know about makes you really panic which is very counterintuitive if there are no problems why should you be upset but you just feel like it's maybe simmering somewhere you just don't know about it uh, so uh, for that reason I mean it's kind of different than uh, things losing priority I would say it was very difficult for me to it would become very difficult for me to def to define or set a priority uh yeah just related to that i am um i'm in a way on a separate spectrum um i will never lose the the urge to make sure you have your own time you know that you gotta set aside if it's only 30 minutes to an right, hour yeah. of your day that you can take for yourself you you need to do it man and that goes for people with families and kids and all that kind of stuff because as much as you love those little rugrats if you spend all day with them you're gonna want to wring their little necks <laughs> i um i uh i have a couple of younger cousins that i babysit on occasion so an entire weekend with them it's uh it's, it's a good time so it's around uh around noon one o'clock in the afternoon all right it's nap time oh go no, to bed no 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 it's sir time, it's time for me to go and uh <laughs> have my own time i'm gonna go watch some tv or something just get the hell out of here <laughs> <laughs> um number six denial of emerging problems dismissing any help uh sometimes when people ignore that there's a problem other problems will be built on top of the other problems i feel like and dismissing that there is any problem and ignoring it would actually um affect um I definitely relate to this part, uh, to this uh, stage. Uh, I, during those times, uh, I was ignoring help from my fam fa friends and family, and I told myself, "I'm a man. I can fix my problem. I, c I should be able to do this." And then, <laughs> a heartbreaking breakup happens, and that pile just starts increasing. And then I had a fight with a friend then just kept increasing so the problem just kept going up and up and up and that was just the worst time of my life for sure i would i would say ah uh, sounds tough i know it's, it's, right? it's, it's always hard when you have things that just keep piling up on top of each other um as far as that goes from my experience and what i see in my everyday life i i i don't see it in in university right now especially with kids around my age um it's it's incredible like the amount of openness they have and it's all sarcastic <laughs> so they'll talk about how they have 110 things due on friday but then they'll uh they'll, they'll just talk about how they want to end their lives you know it's not um it's not taken seriously it's not taken at uh at an even dollar everybody talks about their problems but hides like the real ones you know yeah. what i mean because they're afraid of, you know, people to judge them. Judging that's, them, yeah. That's a, a understandable, I, to be honest. I Definitely. mean, I understand. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, sometimes you just have problems that can't be brought up with certain or people. Or expressed. No, yeah, exactly, exactly. 
Uh, number seven, withdrawal. Uh, social life is small or non-existent. Tend to alcohol slash drug for stress relief. So the, the, after that stage, when when there are when there is no social life or or, or ignoring or ignoring everyone to your life, uh, alcohol or drugs will get in and make for uh, you know to use those things and just use them in order to relieve the stress. I feel like that is really a red zone in this all through all this uh, stages that we definitely need help and definitely need to seek out help. Because that's just interest. Yeah, I was going to say that's a massive jump in uh, seriousness <laughs> level yes. there. Right, yeah. right. I don't need help. I'm going to use drugs. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't need help. Stay away from me while I do drugs. You know? <laughs> and right. drink alcohol. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Well, you need one, one, one thing I can tell you. Uh, something that's associate, I would associate or correlate to this, I don't know in what, what sense, uh, is feeling of losing, uh, missing out. Because if you, I don't know, is it the priority or is it the fact that you don't know what's coming up? Exactly. So what happens is um, you would, I mean, at least for me, in fact, social life also becomes another task, mm-hmm. uh, which you, I mean, it's, I don't know if it's, this applies to everyone. I can tell you that uh, I consider social life as a task like this. You just get more stressed out, <laughs> but you don't like with, uh, withdraw from uh, from it. No, I totally just, understand yeah. that. Yeah, you worried what would people will see when you do something specific, like mm-hmm. you do an X or Y. Oh my God, what do, what do you mean by that? Huh? You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, number eight, odd behavioral uh, changes. Suddenly, your friend that you know for like 10 years, uh, whenever he sees you, he give you a... Like an eye, but I give you some weird look, uh, respond to you in a different way. You see those change- changes and it's obvious to others. Uh, attack of body uh, snatcher. What was it? Invasion of body snatcher. That's Invasion what of body like That's snatcher. the only uh, possible solution is that they've been uh, replaced by alien imposters. <laughs> <laughs> This word is really hard. Number nine, uh, depersonalization. Uh, what they say? Oh, it says it says. There you go. <laughs> right. Yeah, you actually mentioned it right now. Seeing neither self or others as valuable, you just don't see any value in anything. That's that's a. Uh, I feel like also tends to go to a depression, uh, pers- uh, in, uh situation, and it's it's it's, it's important. Um, number ten. Uh, inner emptiness. Uh, feeling empty inside and to overcome this look to overeating sex alcohol drug it's it's a self-explanatory uh, <laughs> obviously uh, inner emptiness is the danger of any spe- any species you don't want to feel empty because you f- you feel you think that you're no one is there to help you no one would understand you not even the close ones so that is um uh, That is just dangerous. I know a lot of people that have seen this uh, experience in their life. Well, I can't, to be honest, this is going into, it is becoming very bleak. I personally can't relate to this level. Mm-hmm. At least not the, not in, in regards to burnout. And burnout to me, yeah, it stops at tiredness. I feel like this is the, 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 like the, the, the worst situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. becoming really bad. This, this is like your 
this is your 10 you know yeah. right mm-hmm. uh, you could see it in the numbers you know yeah i wonder what's 11 <laughs> and 12 i'm waiting for those two <laughs> so number 11 depression Oh, that's, oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. That's that's the, that's the, that after all this situation, this, this steps you get to depression, feeling lost and unsure, um, exhaustion. You know, you're exhausted on everything, and um, I can't say I have met all the stages, but I have felt depression for sure. But hope I'm, I'm happy that I haven't been through those. Uh, you know, over maybe overeating. Yes, actually, you know what? I have been on that uh, level. It I kind of makes sense, and the last um, the last stage burnout syndrome can total mental and physical collapse. Medical attention is needed. This is the last part where, after depression, after all that, uh, your your mental health, your physical are all in danger. And if you are in that situation, please seek help, seek medical attention because it's important. Your health is important than anything else in life. Life is very important. In life. life is important. Mm, yes. <laughs> true, of course. True, true, true way of putting it. True indeed. Um, so these 12 steps are actually according to uh, psychologists that actually find how it is. Um, I was, uh, through all this uh, research, I also found a couple of epi- uh, websites called rescuetime.com where they actually briefly, uh, actually a lot in detail, explains to you what what exactly are these steps and explain to you in a really easy manner and also f- help uh, like help you with a solution like you f- find uh, functional ho- uh, hobbies you know trying to seek help people that can help you uh, I feel like um, if anyone in any situation in their life feel like that the first thing you need to do is talk to someone that you know they will understand you don't don't question talking to others because talking to others is the key to any help in any situation if they judge you try to find someone that you know their judgment means something at least if 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 you talk to your mom or dad and they you know they will be questioning you and saying why you did this but you understand that if they question you that they know they want something good about for you i feel like that's the key it's like ripping up a band-aid, you know what I mean? Yes. It's it, it's it's a ton of pain when you do it, but it, it it's it has to be done, you know. Um I had a childhood friend who grew up with uh, many stages that we have mentioned and was later diagnosed with um depression and anxiety issues. And he I'd always have conversations with him about how he's feeling and all that kind of stuff. And I would always encourage him to tell either a parent or a grandmother or just somebody that would be able to he'd be able to latch on to. And he never would. He never would. He never would until he met our grade seven science teacher. Her name was Mrs. Kim. She was a wonderful lady, and she was a little bit older, and she was really understanding, soft-spoken, and he got really close with her, started talking, and eventually I managed to convince him to talk to her about it, and she took it so professionally. She informed the parents. They understood that they couldn't really have that face-to-face conversation with him. They got him the help he needed, and she was actually there at some of his... um, his therapy sessions just, oh. just just for the moral support that's very nice she was such a wonderful lady and 
nowadays he's doing a lot better and and that's why i implore you guys to think outside the box when you are if you are and if you need to look for help you you don't understand how important you are to a lot of people there are there are tons of people out there that would be willing to give you the help that you need and ask very little in return if anything yeah, uh, totally. I, I guess you, you have a very good message at the end, seeking help. And uh, I personally would tell you that you know, if I was in this situation, maybe my ego would get in the way. I would, I w- it would be difficult. No, it's to totally me. understandable. Like, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, I can't say like the. In fact, I don't know. Yeah, uh, even thinking about it, uh, like even if, even imagining it, I'd be like, no, I probably would try to power through it. And that's not always a bad. Um, and some people can do it. Yeah, for sure. For and sure. you would be surprised where you get help from. Some people uh, get help from uh, super completely in st- strangers. Like it's it's just uh, I feel like opening yourself is is as easy and hard as jumping off the cliff. You know, as as uh, you know the what is it, the rope jumping? You put the rubber. Mm. Um, it's a bungee sport. Jumping. Yeah, bungee jumping. Thank you. <laughs> Because uh, of where we live, There's yeah, no exactly. Yeah, Winnipeg is flat. <laughs> yeah. uh, did you know that the, the flat Earth believers are actually from Winnipeg? Oh, it totally makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, uh, I ever tell you about when my uh, my dog ran away? Oh, that, what's up? What happened? Uh, he ran away uh, for two days, and uh, we just stood on our roof, and then we saw him. Oh my god! <laughs> Easy to to find it back. Uh, it was. Thank you guys for coming. I appreciate it. Oh, no, uh, thank you, Logan. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. Um, it was uh, hopefully we help people that have any problem uh, mentally or physically. We just solved everyone's. Problems. Yeah, we did. Yes, we did. All problems, uh, financial, <laughs> anything. That's, just that's so you know, we, we are all three doctors. Uh, <laughs> all, we yeah, have all PhD. <laughs> all we have stuff. read one blog. All three of us, just one paragraph of and a blog. Wikipedia. And we're professional <laughs> on yeah, everything. Now, yeah. yeah. Just so you know, we are not actually medical professionals. Please do not sue us in any way. Thank you. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you very much for coming. Uh, thanks you for all the stories that you guys shared. Uh, if you have any anything to, anything to say, any any. Thank you so much for having me out for uh, my first time. It was a great time. Yes, for sure. indeed. Yes. Same here, Shao. Well done. Thank hopefully you. We'll do this more. Yes, hopefully. hopefully. Uh, I'll. I'll I want to promise you guys that we will do this more, 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 more episodes. Hopefully, uh, coming up and uh, hope. I don't know when. When are we seeing more of uh, Philips, Philips or any 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 news, any updates? Uh, well, to be honest, first we're gonna gauge uh, as uh, gauge the um, reception mm-hmm. and uh, see how audience would react to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we're gonna cons- uh, we're going to really seriously think of a timeline for release of the next batch. But uh, the first step is to try to get the word out there, um, see what how far it can reach, and uh, what people think about it. They have been very kind so far, and uh, we just maybe have to give it more time. But uh, meanwhile, we are thinking about maybe releasing a few more lost episodes, which are a related miniseries that explains some of the backstories of the characters and events and places. Uh, so, yeah, 
please uh, stay tuned in for those. Yes. So you guys, as as always, you guys can check out all inf- all information on passbedtimestudio.com, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Spotify, no. Not Spotify. Not Spotify. Yet, but iTunes, uh, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, and uh, Radio Republic. Radio Republic. Anywhere you can find your podcast. Hopefully, Spotify also will be included. Um, any shout out from Logan? Um, Instagram? Anything? Uh, yeah, follow at Logan LeClaire on Instagram. Here we go. Yeah, there we go. Posting nothing but terrible photos. <laughs> And it's always fun to do yes, it. Of course. Um, yes, uh, check us. Uh, check us at uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.